This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. What's good, everybody? You got a little Freddie and Fitzsimmons takeover when it comes to Canty and Carlin. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Brother Fitzsimmons, on this Wednesday afternoon, early for us, how are you doing? Dude, I, you do that to me every single Why? night. And normally See? I have a good little story for you, but today it's not a good little story because no, I have been up since 545 this morning uh-huh. because my dumb butt. Uh forgot to renew my driver's license. We've Mm -hmm. all been there. We've all done it. My wife, God bless her, put my (laughs) documents in front of me like six months ago. Right. Hey, you got to renew your driver's license. It's up this year. Here in in Texas, Mm -hmm. you're you're good for about seven, eight years. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get around to it. Mm -hmm. Two months ago, Mm -hmm. my wife, hey, Mm -hmm. driver's license, you might want to. Yep. Chop, log chop. on here. Log on online and renew it. Chop, chop. Instead. What did I have to do? Because mm-hmm. I fly every weekend now back with, with, with you know spring football with the XFL. My driver's license expired on Sunday. Expired. 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 Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. You're, welcome. You, You're welcome. You're welcome. Yes, all the Joni. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> and so what did I do this morning? My, God bless my bride, man. <laughs> She 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 loved the, she loved doing this for me. Uh-huh. I promise you. Yeah. The 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 earliest appointment I could get because now I had to go in person because it expired. Mm-hmm. Expired. And expired. Joni, expired. I had to drive two hours this morning. Uh huh. Left my house at six fifteen a.m. Mm-hmm. to drive from Dallas. To Mineral Wells, Texas, did which you, is far west of Fort Worth. Did you wake up the roosters on your way to the car? Dude, it, I know well, you want me to save <laughs> a lot of the stories, but you asked how I was doing. Normally, you get sleep-deprived in around 1230 in the morning. Uh, not Eastern, tonight. Not no, today. man, you not got today. it right now. So, yeah. Oh, what a day. Yep, yep. Good times, man. Good times. Here we go. You're in for a hell of a ride for the next four hours. As we say at the, Col- at the Coleman Family Compound in Laurelton, New York, that's a you problem, not an us problem. When it you really was. Intel. It 100% was. But it was an adventure that I, you know what? From a show content perspective, this will be worth interesting. it. Worth it. Well, look at it this way. Your wife drew a line in the sand not once but twice in the last six months. And you completely ignored the line in the sand. So twice that became a yes. problem for you. The Green Bay Packers, they drew their line in the sand yesterday when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Their general manager, Brian Gunkus, told reporters at the NFL Scouting Combine that he has not been informed of the plans for Aaron Rodgers in the future. These two have not spoken, meaning the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, since the end of the 2022 season. Gunkus said, and I quote, We haven't really had those conversations yet. Not a lot to report until we have those conversations. We've exchanged some texts and things like that, but we haven't had a chance to speak yet. Our feelings haven't changed about Aaron, but we need to have some of those conversations about team, where it's going, where he's at before we go for it, end quote. That led Mr. Prince of Darkness, Aaron Rodgers Packers quarterback, on the Arby Marcus podcast to respond this way. It's a very, uh, there's a finality to the decision. Mm-hmm. And I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it because I get asked about it. Um, I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it when you think it's drama, you think I'm being a diva or whatever, then just tune it out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But this is my life. 
it's important to me and I'll make a decision soon enough and then we'll go down that road and be really excited about it. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman and Canty and Carl on ESPN Radio. The quote, the great John Bon Jovi, it's his life. It's now or never. Basically, the Packers told him, look, dude, we've waited on you for the past couple of years. What are you going to do? We're not going to wait. It is the first time since all this got started of him having power church and state that the that the underlings, known as the Packers organization, said, look, it's now or never. Here's our line in the sand. What are you going to do about it? It is not a coincidence because you and I don't believe in coincidences that not even 24 hours after the Packers general man drew that line in the sand, that Aaron Rodgers felt compelled to say something about that and not let this matter be controlled by the Green Bay Packers. Couple things. One, I had to Google who Aubrey Marcus was, and I guess he's worth like two hundred million dollars. Like the on yeah. the on it founder, or whatever. So I'm it, like, oh well, it, he's done very well. For it's himself. always those rich people that we don't know yeah. about that are the movers and shakers on planet Earth. <laughs> who the hell? Oh, hey, hey, somebody I should know. Let me drop him a line. And if you listen to that tone of voice for Aaron Rodgers, uh, it's about an hour and a half interview. Over, I mean, throughout the entire podcast, if you have you know, insomnia, you're good. Just <laughs> put that on and, and you're going to you're gonna fall asleep because it's that same tone of voice the entire time. Mm-hmm. Now, having said all of that, look, Aaron Rodgers saying, you know, if you, you want to call me a diva, whatever, then tune it out. Okay. Look, no, no one's tuning it out. One, because it's the NFL. Two, you're a first ballot Canton, you know, quarterback. Three, you love it. Now, you may not admit to loving it, but mm-hmm. he, look, we all know... That news in 2021, when it broke about, you know, Aaron Rodgers once out in Green Bay, an hour before the NFL draft was going to begin, one year removed from when Jordan Love was drafted in the first round, the Packers traded up to get him. That was not a coincidence. That was Aaron Rodgers' is, and there's zero doubt in my mind, Aaron Rodgers' camp leaking that out there. There's, There's zero doubt. Now, he denied it, but... You can't tell me otherwise. Right. I'm it's not going good. to believe it. It's good for the business of Aaron Rodgers when it yes. comes to his brand and his name. So right now, I mean, you heard that tone there. You know, if you think I'm being a diva, you are, Aaron. And you're, you, you just just signed a three-year, $150 million deal last year. We all thought this was done in Green Bay. Like, you're, you're playing three more years, and then you walk off into the sunset or go seek life elsewhere after three years. Well, not even a year later, here we are. Doing the same song and dance. Why? Because you love it, and he love. He's holding not just a franchise, but an entire fan base hostage. And your teammates. If I'm a young guy on that team, not named guys like Bakhtiari or Randall Cobb, that's in his inner circle. I'm sitting there going, man, what in the hell is he or isn't he? Make up your mind because I want to go win, and. It would grate on me, you know, to this point. If I've been there two or three years and I've had to deal with this for two or three years, now I'm getting beyond frustrated. Now I'm getting hacked off. Whether they're hacked off or not, they don't have the power of church and state that he does. So they, they can have those feelings, but that world in Green Bay runs around Aaron Rodgers. He knows it. They know it. He knows that they know. But for the first time, they made it be known that we're getting tired of this in Green Bay. We're go. not going to put up with this anymore. We want you here, but not based on how things have gone the last couple of years, which also led, speaking to somebody in his inner circle, Mark Tauscher, Packers Hall of Famer, 
played with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, now part of the 94.5 ESP Milwaukee family. When he was on Canty and Carlin, he said for the first time he had doubt about Rodgers' future in Green Bay. After that exit meeting and when he went on McAfee, you started first getting the idea that maybe there wasn't going to be that mutual, I want you back and I want to come back and play for you. You started feeling that, and then you hadn't heard anything outside of leaks and you know, in, innuendo from NFL insiders. And today was the first time we heard Brian Gutekunst. And this is the first time, even going back to when Aaron was really mad after the Jordan Love draft pick and everything else, that you, the window was open by Brian Gutekunst to say that he may not be back in Green Bay. And that's the first time that he's ever said it. It's always been Aaron Rodgers is going to be our quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is going to be our quarterback. And today was the first time that you got the you actually heard it from Brian Gutekunst's mouth that he may not be. And that to me was very telling. This is all about Brian Gutekunst reestablishing the power structure in Green Bay that had gotten away from the organization when it comes to that. He put he put back on his big boy underwear to say, I'm tired of you wearing the big boy underwear in Rogers. I'm tired of you dictating things. I'm the big dog now. We're the big dog here. We're gonna make this decision and we're not gonna wait for you. If you think we are those days, brother, are over. And like I said, it was not a coincidence that 24 hours later, Aaron Rodgers responded like that. Don't disagree. And, you know, remember Tausch, I mean, as you mentioned, that's a Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer and a, a guy who blocked and protected Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So, and, and he also, you know, remember, Goody also said yesterday, the Packers GM, that it, it, we, we want to see what Jordan Love has. Absolutely. We drafted a guy. You know, and and to me... I'm done with it. You're done with it. Now it sounds like the Packers are done with it, and it's, hey, are you here or not? Because guess what? Man, we are ready to bleep and move on. Yeah, I'll still believe it when I see it, but as of right now, the Packers are like, look, we'll believe it too, but we're going to dictate and not be dictated too as yeah. far as this goes. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman, and Canty and Carl, and you can join the program anytime you want at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Kevin Durant makes his debut for the Phoenix Suns tonight. Meanwhile, a former teammate of his named Kyrie Irving said this. Really want to win here. Uh, Really put a lot of pressure on myself. Find out how he finished that next after Ian has this from Indeed. Want to streamline your hiring for the springtime? Packers do. Then you need Indeed, the powerful (laughs) hiring platform that allows you to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Just sponsor a post and you'll instantly receive a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Invite them to apply, and you can even schedule and conduct interviews all from your employer dashboard. See why Indeed delivers four times more hires than any other job site according to Talent Nest. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. There's no doubt in my mind that there's a lot of excitement around this Suns team of what they're going to be when they get Kevin Durant. As far as integrating Kevin, I think there's going to be times where there may be hiccups. God's been great at integrating me in all the sets and having a long practice so we can figure some stuff out, so it's been fun. I'm looking forward to try to you know translate that over to the floor. The expectation is that he is going to hit the ground running, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if he fits in seamlessly to what this team does offensively. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie coming together on Canty and Carlin. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So before we get to Kevin Durant about to make his debut as a member of the Phoenix Suns, a guy he used to play with, I think you know him as Kyrie Irving, now the Dallas Mavericks, 
it has not gone well in terms of he and Luka together. They only have one win between them in the first five games being together as teammates of the Dallas Mavericks. Kyrie Irving having a little humble pie. Really want to win here. Uh, really put a lot of pressure on myself at times. Um, I think I need to scale it back a little bit just because of the second half of the season. Just feeling like we got to be great every single possession. For us, I just got to focus on um, being the best that I can be and showing up for not only Luca but for my teammates. Now, somebody who is going to remain nameless, Ian Fitzsimmons, is not buying any of this from Kyrie Irving. All right, first of all, in five-point games before Kyrie became a Dallas Maverick, the Mavs were 15-7 and seven in said games. Since Kyrie became a Dallas Maverick, they're 0-4. Can't place it all on him, though. No, you can't, but those you're going, are facts. You're going, they're facts, but the way you're kind of leaning is like since he got there and they're together. That they're, 15 he's and the 7, 0 oh and 4. They, they, they haven't figured out who, what, where, when, you know, especially in, in that last possession. Go back to the game in Denver. Oh, my back! Sitting out already. Load management from Kyrie Irving. Well, how much of that could have been and, a team and, decision, too? And he's bearing the brunt of it. Then put it out there if you're the team. But they're never going to do if that. It was, if it was, we talked to Raja Bell about that when he was you know, in the Cleveland Cavaliers front office when Raja joined us yesterday, 12-year NBA vet. He said, you know, a lot of times when it comes to guys and superstars sitting, it's the team dictating that. It's mm-hmm. not, but the player takes the brunt, to your point. But mm-hmm. if that was a load management from the team, if I'm the team, I'm putting it out there, especially with a new acquisition. Didn't happen. And knowing the Dallas Mavericks, as I do, having covered them a lot for a lot of years, they would have. Didn't. So, that, that to me, it, it, it tells me it was a Kyrie decision. And then he's out, you know, having a grand grand time with the All-Star game just, what, two days later. Oh, that back looked pretty damn good. So, oh, man, I, they're not going to play defense. We know that, right? Mm-hmm. And that's Luka and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. They're going to average about 135 to 140 points a game. Any Dallas Mavericks game, go ahead and take the over because you're, you're going to win <laughs> seven out of ten, which mm-hmm. is an incredible clip. Right. But I'm look, man. The numbers sometimes you can make numbers dance however you really want them to. Mm-hmm. But in the, in this instance, there's only one song playing. Fifteen and seven in games under five points before Kyrie joined Luca. Now Luca and Kyrie zero oh and four. And they're one in five when they're on the court together. So far, it ain't working. Well, so far because he just got there. So, of course, if it's not going to work to the way that, of course, Kyrie Irving wants it to. Luka Doncic, Dallas Mavericks, et cetera, et cetera. Now, anti-Kyrie people think, oh, this is fantastic. I told you he's going to be the death knell for this basketball team when it's all said and done. But he was the only one out there blowing a 27-point lead against the Los Angeles Lakers on Sunday. That was a collective meltdown. And when Jason Kidd put it out there saying, we've got to be a more mature basketball team, he wasn't talking about Kyrie Irving. He was talking about a certain guy named Luka Doncic, who was beefing and moaning at the referees on Sunday, and he was the one that fumbled the ball down the stretch in that game on Sunday. I don't know what happened yesterday. I was watching the game. Kyrie had a mismatch they thought he could take advantage of. He didn't make the shot. It happens. He's not going to make every shot. But and I'm not a Kyrie apologist. I'm not even going to even go there. I'm just going to wait it out to see exactly how this is going to look like, especially when they have a sense of urgency because he's going to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. So anything that's counter to productivity is going to shine that spotlight more on him than anybody else. Fair, unfair, whatever that's going to be. But I'm not just going to place 0-4 all at his feet. This is collective in Dallas as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not putting it all on Kyrie. I'm just saying since they acquired Kyrie, they are 0-4 in games decided by five points or less with he and Luka on the floor together. 
It's not like you're leaning that the reason that that's happening is because of him. No, I mean, I'm saying it's the acquisition. You gave up two solid players and multiple draft picks on a rental that you know doesn't play D. I get Luca doesn't play D. Got it. And right now, when you look at the standings in the West, I mean, hey, man, <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks better be bleeping really careful, dude. Because <laughs> yes, that's I mean, fair. It's not just about you know making the turn. You know the, the you know as, as Bill Parcells would call it the tournament. Right now, in one game, one night, the Dallas Mavericks went from sixth out of the play-in tournament to now they are in the play-in tournament, meaning they are seventh. So This is going to be a fluid situation. <laughs> Coach, you look in the loss column, and at this point in the year, that's all that matters to me is a loss column, right? Absolutely. I hear you. Because not everybody's played the same number of games. Phoenix has 29 losses. The Lakers have 33. So we're looking at four games between the LeBronless Lakers mm. and, uh, and being in the 12th spot to the four seed. Just four games. That's it. The difference between Portland and 11 mm. and the Phoenix Suns is three games. Three games. The Mavs are two games back from a four spot, but right now they're in the play-in tournament. So every single game right now – to any team in the West matters immensely if you are Phoenix all the way to heck OKC's only five games out. So man, when it comes when it comes to these close games, Freddie, you know it better than I do. Magnified. Thank you. Magnified. Especially the playing game, pressure, Kyrie Irving. Either way, the NBA is like <laughs> attention no matter how you slice it, no matter which way. That's going to go. Freddie Coleman, Ian Fitzsimmons together. In for the guys today on Canty and Carlin. Thanks for joining us in ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app and Sirius XM Channel 80. We switch gears to the National Football League. Son who played in that league will talk about his future staying in the league and what in the name of Sierra happened last year in Denver with Russell Wilson at quarterback. That's next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Thanks for joining us on Canty and Carlin. You got Freddie Coleman, that's me, Ian Fitzsimmons, that's him and for the guys today, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So let's talk to a guy who is in the NFL and wants to have a chance as a free agent to find another job in the NFL. He's played 13 years so far in the secondary. He is Kareem Jackson. He's joining us here on Canty and Carlin. And Kareem, I'm going to start the team you last with, the Denver Broncos, the last four years. 
You were part of that whole deal last year where a lot of anticipated Russell Wilson, the quarterback, and it didn't work out that way despite how well you played on defense. What happened with that whole situation falling apart like it did for your team? Uh, I guess it's just one of those things. I mean, every year is different. Uh, I feel like this year uh, we had a ton of injuries uh, across the board offensively. Uh, Starting the training camp, losing some guys. Then you get into the season, we lost our left tackle. We lost our Javante for the season. So a ton of injuries. Obviously, uh, things not going the way you want them to go on that end. And, I mean, just collectively as a team, we didn't play well. You know, uh, I mean, we didn't do enough. Obviously, we I think we lost eight one-score games. And just being in those type of games and not making one or two more plays to, to you know, where the game can kind of go in your favor. So uh, I think that was the, our big Achilles heel just for that season last year. Man, you're a 13-year NFL vet, Kareem. I mean, you know, a coaching staff that goes one and done, and then Russell Wilson coming in on that big price tag. Take us behind the scenes. What was that like for you? Uh, I've been a part of some some coaching staff changing changes. Uh, I mean, obviously, with it happening the way it happened, you know, last year, that was kind of new for me. You know, um, obviously it's a terrible situation when that happens. I mean, obviously. And ultimately, it it just boils down to wins and losses. You know, Um, I mean, a lot of expectations, like you mentioned, going into the year and and to not fulfill those expectations on any level was just a disappointment. And obviously it comes with some changes. Obviously, uh, for for our head coach to lose his job, we definitely don't never want that to happen. That's the that's the worst part about this job. But uh, it, it's like I said, it all equates and comes down to wins and losses. And if you're not getting enough wins, and and, and things start to kind of unravel the way they did for us last year, you know, unfortunately, things like that happen. He played 13 years in the NFL, looking to play a 14th season. Free agent defensive back Kareem Jackson joining us here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. When I say all that stuff involving your team and Russell Wilson and what happened was overblown, what do you say? Uh, I think it was. I think it was overblown. Um, I mean, Russell's a great guy. Uh, I think Russell holds himself to a certain standard in which you know he would probably get on here today and tell you that you know he didn't. He didn't play up to that standard, you know, probably from his opinion, you know, and, 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 and so will a lot of other guys. I feel like as a team, collectively, we didn't play to the standard that we set out for ourselves. Um, I mean, even, you know, myself included, I feel like there's so much more we could have done as a team that we didn't do, you know. Uh, and, and, and like I said, you know, in, in this league, only thing matters are, uh, is wins and losses, you know, and if you if you weren't, stacking up wins in the win column, you know, it, it's going to come with change, you know. Um, but obviously, like I said, every year is a different year. Um, and you got to approach it that way. Um, with me being a free agent now, I'm not really sure where I'll be, hopefully, you know, back in Denver and to be a part of that team and, and, and for us to, to go out this year and, and, and to, you know, correct some things and make things a lot better for that organization and, and go out and win some games because that's the expectation, you know, with, with the roster that, you know, it's been put in place. I, I think that's a that's a roster that's ready to win now, and I would definitely be uh, love to be a part of that. Kareem, you're a Bama guy. D'Amico Ryan's is a Bama guy. You were te- oh, damn near teammates of Bama and Houston. <laughs> so, <laughs> Those Bama guys he, are everywhere. <laughs> and now he's the head coach of the Houston Texans. Uh, I mean, when, when you saw that hire, and, and you're you're, you know, I think you spent two years together as teammates with, with in Houston. Which, by the way, is a, is a credit to you at, at 34 and still playing ball as a DB. I mean, yeah. that's, that's unbelievable. 
But for Texans fans out there and the players in Houston, what are they getting in D'Amico Ryans? Man, uh, and I'm extremely happy for D'Amico. Uh, I mean, obviously I played two years with him, and the time that I spent with him playing with him, you know, extremely smart guy, uh, instinctive. So with that, he definitely carries that over into his coaching style. You know, um, the way he had that San Fran defense playing, those guys clicking on all cylinders last year, um, I mean, it was just – it was was amazing. So it, it definitely going to get a smart coach. You know, a player's a player's coach. You know, it's one of those things where guys will, you know, going to jump at the opportunity to play for him. You know, because he's got a guy that's been in the locker room, know what guys are going through. You know, he's been a part of some tough some tough teams. You know, he's been on some winning teams. So we're talking about a guy that that's going to be able to relate to players in every aspect. Anytime you have a coach like that. You know, as your head coach, it, it, it makes things so much better. Any chance you might give your brother a call and say, hey, D'Amico, you need some secondary help. You need some leadership. That, We're Bama that. boys. Hey, D'Amico, you know, I'm available. You know, any chance you might make that call, have that call be made to you, Kareem? Hey, at, this, at, any, at this point, you know, as a free agent, any, anything, is, uh, anything is possible. You know, I'm, I'm not – for me, I'm just I just want I just need one opportunity. Uh, I still feel like I can play at a high level, so I just need one opportunity to you know to go and, and be a part of a team that's that's ready to win and you know um, and, and 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 you know bring to the table with all with all I bring. Free agent safety Kareem Jackson joining us here on on Canty and Carlin with Freddie Coleman. I'm Ian Fitzsimmons in for the guys here on ESPN Radio. As we mentioned, 13 years in, which is a remarkable run for a DB. I mean, uh, you, you, it's, it's a tribute to your work ethic. Uh, but if you could go right now and talk to these rookies at the NFL Combine, is there something that you would, a piece of advice that you would give them that you thought you knew, even coming out of Big Bad Bama, that you really didn't know about the National Football League? Um, I would just, just, uh, just try to speak to them about the preparation and obviously more in a mental and a physical aspect. You know, um, obviously taking care of your body, that's that's the main thing. And, and for me, uh, it took me a couple of years to kind of, you know, come up with a routine for myself that, that had me ready to go, you know, each and every Sunday. You know, every, sun, every Sunday is going to be different. You're going to have some different bumps and bruises. So just have to be able to manage it and, and, and get yourself ready for that week to, to go out and prepare to play another game, you know, um, at, the end of the, at the end of the week. So uh, I'll definitely – Talk to them about you know taking care of them, taking care of their bodies, you know eating habits and things like that, and then and, and then their uh, mental preparation. That routine has worked for 13 years, and we have no doubt, honestly, that there will be a 14th year because there will be one for Kareem Jackson, free agent DB. Any NFL team looking for a guy who can still play and experience, give this brother a call. He deserves it. He joined us here in Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Hey, Kareem, great stuff, my friend. Good luck in the future, and I know we will see you in the field in 2023. And you take care, okay? Oh, sir. Thanks. I appreciate it. Absolutely. About to hit him on Twitter. Reem Boy 25 joining us here on Canty and Carlin. You got the guys in today, Ian Fitzsimmons and Freddie Coleman. Hit us on Twitter. Ian's handle, Ian Fitz ESPN. My handle at Coleman ESPN. We go back to the NBA, and we're going to tell you why you should love Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Bucks more than you do. This is ESPN Radio. 
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Can you imagine Giannis Antetokounmpo played in Los Angeles or New York? How big his star would be and is pretty big in Milwaukee? He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. In for the guys today in Canthia and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series so like some Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. He has everything you want as a personality in a superstar player having fun. Check out him roasting Kevin Durant on Comedy Central's The Daily Show not too long ago. Kevin Durant, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> You keep joining super teams to win the NBA title. How about, how about we work out together sometime so I can teach you how to carry your own team? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you, now, the first you thing not when I like saw that, that the, the first thing when I saw that, because <laughs> you got to have a visual. I mean, he's trying not to laugh. Yes. You know, I mean, these are all kind of pre-written for him, I mean, these uh-huh. jokes and whatnot. Right. But the first time I saw that yesterday, Freddie... <laughs> <laughs> the, the immediate thing that came to mind was, man, KD is going to be livid because he's so thin-skinned, right? right. And, I mean, he, he's going to be texting Giannis going, really? And now it's on. I mean, I, I, my Giannis will be like, dude, it was, like, it was a, comedy a comedy show. show. Come on I mean, now. Lighten up, Francis, right? I mean, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> so, you know, Sergeant Hulka here with I mean, but I, that was the immediate thing that came to right. mind when I first saw that. But, look, Giannis is such a phenomenal self-deprecating superstar. That That's why he's so likable. Mm-hmm. One, he's trying to play 82 of 82. Two, he loves playing for the guy next to him more than the guy in the mirror. You know, and he wants to win for people in the stands also. And he's not beyond being, you know, again, self-deprecating. Right. Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki, okay. a generational type talent. Yeah. Foreign-born also, obviously. That man covering him with the Mavericks was a joy because... For a guy who's who was at, at times the best player in the league, he I mean, he would make fun of himself so much, and it was so comical. Whether it's on the jumbotron singing karaoke, and the dude is about as tone deaf as I am, uh-huh. he didn't care. I he mean, it, yeah. it was like I'm going to do whatever I can to promote the game. I'm going to take a couple shots at other dudes on other teams, right? And I'm going to take shots at myself. He once told us a story about how he dressed up as Martina Navratilova. For Halloween. Oh, I remember hearing about that. That's right. And I mean, that's, I, I said, pick somebody, pick somebody over seven feet 
as Martin and Evans and a short over. skirt from and now yep. his wife, right? I mean, and the headband and, and everything. And the blonde wig. Yeah. Dude, that that goes a long way in not just promoting the game, but also the brand, and that is Giannis. And one of the things about that, I think he has the best personality of anybody in the NBA. Even before he went on Comedy Central, there's a certain infectiousness about him that I think he pays the price by having that in Milwaukee because they don't get talked enough. But believe me, the Knicks won six in a row. They're ready to throw, throw a damn parade in New York because they won six in a row. Anytime somebody, something happens to the Lakers and somebody breathes wrong, it's a story. Same thing with what's going on with Kevin Durant opening up with Phoenix tonight, Kyrie Irving now with Dallas. But Giannis just keeps floating along. This Bucks team has won 15 games in a row. Let me say it out loud. They won 15 in a row. They have the best record in the NBA. And yet it's like, eh, well, you know, when it comes to him and the Milwaukee Bucks, his personality, his name doesn't pay that much of a price, but I can't even imagine how much bigger that name would be if he wasn't playing in Milwaukee. Now, I'm not advocating him leaving. I love the fact that he's, he's not going to leave. Right. And, and I warned people about that a couple of years ago. Oh, he's got to go to Miami. He's got to go. I'm like, why does he have to go anywhere? He doesn't have to go anywhere to be a better ball player. He doesn't have to chase a super team to go get a ring. And how about that? Two years ago, he won it his way. Down 2 nothing, injured, and stormed to let a comeback against a guy in Chris Paul who desperately needed in the championship, didn't give it to Phoenix Suns. And yet, he still does not get enough credit for the con- – he's, to me, overall – I know Yoke is going to win an MVP for the third straight time. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman on Canty and Carl on ESPN Radio. But that guy, Giannis Antetokounmpo, that guy's the best player in the NBA. You can at me if you want at Coleman ESPN, and I will diffuse that by what I've seen that guy do time and time again doing that in Milwaukee with that team. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a handful of guys right now. You know, it's Joel Embiid in, in Philly. It's it's Jokic in, in Denver. You know, it's Giannis in Milwaukee. You want to throw in a couple more? Go right ahead. It still is Durant, too. Durant's yeah. in that category. But he's been hurt, you know. And, and I, I know Giannis is hurt right now with the wrist, but, you know, Durant has been hurt more often than Giannis. But I love the fact that he stayed in Milwaukee because the world has become such a small place. Like, LeBron James made a name for himself, not in not in New York, Nope. Not L.A. It was nope. Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Where did Kevin Durant make a name for himself? Oklahoma City first. Yes. Before I mean, the Golden State. it's a very small world now. Where's Dame Lillard? And he's, he's yeah. another guy, loyal, right? He's not leaving. His legacy means that much to him. But, so. but people, get, people punish them. But we had the same discussion on Monday when I filled in on KJM, Keyshawn, Jalen, and Max, and someone who shall remain nameless, Alan Yates, one of the board operators, he was talking about, man, if he wants to do something, Laugh he needs track? to leave. Laugh oh, track. Well, now I call him Alan Sharpton Yates for obvious reasons based on how he likes to stir things up. Sharpton. That's where that goes. And completely kidding, by the way, not trying to shade anybody. But even he talked about, man, Damian Lillard needs to leave Portland, and he's wasting his time being in Portland. Like, maybe, how about this? Maybe he loves where he's at enjoys where he wants to play, and wants to win a championship for that organization, hey, for that city. To your point, man, people were saying the same thing about Giannis in Milwaukee. I know. Before mm-hmm. 2011, people were saying the same thing about Dirk in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Bradley Beal in Washington right now, they were saying that, still well, saying that. It's their life. It's their career. And, and you know what? If you're that good or sh- that great, yeah, you're going to get it at some point. And there's been – Remarkable players that didn't, whether it's Dan Marino in the NFL, Charles Barkley, you know, in in, in the NBA. It, it happens. But I, I, man, I bowed down to guys like Giannis and Dirk and Dame Lillard who stayed loyal and said, you know what? No, I'm going to get it done here mm-hmm. and nowhere else. And if I don't, so be it. Yeah. And I don't punish guys for doing the opposite if that's what they want to do. So be it. But let's not attach the L word legacy 
to that if somebody decides to stay. Because I heard that BS too with Damian Lillard. Amen. That this affects his legacy or no, it, it affects doesn't. Bradley Beal's legacy. It's not even close to affecting their legacy. No. Not even close. But that kind of nonsense, that narrative is attached to guys like that. Giannis, keep being you. That works. And, that and, continues to work. And that self-deprecation, man, it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And that's rare for an elite superstar. And, and, and he embraces it, and it's yeah. tremendous. By the way, Milwaukee takes on Boston tonight. Celtics all oh, access hello. before that, 7 o'clock Eastern time. I'm sorry, then Cavs Celtics after that, 7.30 Eastern time on ESPN. Ryan Rucco, Doris Burke, and Malika Andrews have the call for that game tonight. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie coming in for the guys on Canty and Carlin. We're going to talk about Kevin Durant making his return. The Celtics and the Bucks and the rest of the East, plus the end of the Los Angeles Lakers. That's next on Canty and Carlin, and this is ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.